Now for Metro's new general manager. Why a woman says she shot her husband in a D.C. hotel. I'm Neil Augenstein. A man dies after his Lyft driver kicks him out on a highway. I'm Liz Anderson. And we'll tell you about the winners from last night's Rammy Awards in D.C. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. A massive wildfire near Yosemite National Park in Northern California is burning out of control today, gobbling up homes and forests in its path. Correspondent Jonathan Vigliotti. The fire was sparked Friday near the Mariposa County town of Mid Pines. Beth Pratt is a regional executive director for the National Wildlife Federation and a Mid Pines resident. The oaks are going. Oaks are extremely, you know, adapted to drought. If those guys are going, you know you're in trouble. World health officials now calling monkeypox a public health emergency. But despite more than 16,000 cases reported in the U.S. and a severe shortage of vaccines, the Biden administration has not followed suit. White House COVID response coordinator Dr. Ashish Jha tells CBS. In the U.S. right now, we're looking at public health emergency as something that HHS might invoke. But, you know, it really really depends on what does that allow us to do. Two more Americans have died in the fight in Ukraine. Correspondent Holly Williams. Luke Luzishin, originally from New Jersey, and Brian Young, who came from California, were killed in action this past week in eastern Ukraine. American volunteers. They'd signed up to fight here with Ukrainian forces battling against Russia's invading army. The Pope is in Canada, where he's planning to apologize in person to indigenous survivors who were forced to go to Catholic schools for conversion and assimilation into white society. This was Pope Francis this past spring apologizing for what he called the deplorable abuses committed at church-run residential institutions for indigenous children in Canada. But indigenous leader Roseanne Archibald says her people were frozen out of the planning process for this penitential papal journey. It's been very unilateral and we don't feel that it has been about survivors. It has been more about the church. She wants more than words. She wants records unsealed so families can find out about about the many children who never came home. Vicki Barker, CBS News. A scary scene in Daytona Beach, Florida, when a driver had a seizure and crashed through a checkpoint that lets vehicles onto the sand. Obliterated the, the toll booth, and it still came barreling all the way through, and people were dodging left and right to get out of the way. The car rode all the way into the surf with the driver and his family inside. Four people on the beach were injured. Someone could be rolling in the dough. A lot of it tomorrow night. Our first winning number tonight is 60. That's followed by 66. The Mega Millions up. jackpot up to $790 million, the fourth largest prize ever, after no one picked all six winning numbers Friday night. S&P futures up 13. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 9.03, Monday morning, July 25th, and we've got one more hot and humid day with highs in the low to mid-90s and storms later. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm John Doman. With the top local stories we're following this hour, some harsh words from Maryland's governor over the recent primary election in his state, particularly 
the GOP nominee for governor. It was basically collusion between Trump and the de- National Democrats who uh, propped this guy up and got him elected. Republican Governor Larry Hogan's comments on CNN's State of the Union coincide with his opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal, where he accuses Democrats of elevating fringe Republican candidates that have former President Trump's endorsement, like Dan Cox in Maryland, who Hogan calls a QAnon conspiracy theorist who can't win the governor's office in November. But uh, there's no question this was a big win for the Democratic Governors Association that I think spent over $3 million trying to promote this guy. The governor writes in his op-ed, by giving fringe candidates legitimacy, Democrats provide them with significant platforms from which to spread conspiracy theories and lies. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. Doors opening for Metro's new general manager today. Randy Clark says being an advocate for the customer is one of his biggest priorities because he's a customer too. He spoke to reporters this morning before hopping onto a train at the Foggy Bottom stop. He faces a long list of challenges after arriving here from Austin, Texas. Metro is trying to lure riders back to the system following disruptions caused by the pandemic, but problems with the 7,000 series cars, which make up 60% of Metro Rail's fleet, mean the system has been running with reduced service for nearly a year. A woman charged with shooting her husband in a D.C. hotel last week is due in court today. And we're learning more about why she says she did it. Charging documents say Shantiri Weems told detectives she shot her husband because she'd heard allegations he'd molested children at the daycare she runs outside Baltimore. When police got to the Mandarin Oriental Hotel, Weems wouldn't open the door. Her husband yelled he'd been shot in the head and leg. She told police, F him, he's a child molester. In her purse was a notebook. She'd written she planned to paralyze her husband, not kill him, and an apology to quote her babies saying she didn't know. Weems is charged with assault with intent to kill. Police in Baltimore County say the daycare will remain closed for now and they're monitoring the D.C. case. Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. A Maryland man was killed after being booted from a rideshare in the middle of a highway in Delaware early yesterday morning. The encounter started when the group of six friends ordered a lift ride from Dewey Beach to Bethany Beach. Delaware State Police say the group was headed south along Delaware Route 1. Then there was a dispute between the driver and passengers. That's when the lift driver stopped in the left lane of the highway and told the group to get out. A man from Clarksburg, Maryland exited on the right side. The 43-year-old was hit by a passing car. He died at the scene. No one else was hurt, but police say the Lyft driver left after the crash. They're looking for that person. Liz Anderson, WTOP News. Montgomery County Executive Mark Elrich wants the U.S. Department of Transportation to delay at least for 60 days a final decision on Maryland's plan to add toll lanes to the Beltway in I-270. In a letter to the Secretary of Transportation, Elrich urges the feds to wait until the public has had an adequate opportunity to review a new and extensive environmental analysis. The executive also wants the U.S. DOT to require the Maryland Department of Transportation to respond to all substantive issues that have been raised by the public and to do so in a meaningful and constructive way before giving the project the green light. Elrich has been a persistent critic of Governor Larry Hogan's plan to rebuild the American Legion Bridge and add toll lanes to portions of the Beltway in 270. Coming up after traffic and weather, how shoppers are finding creative ways to save money. 907. Everyone deserves the opportunity for a meaningful career. But people with disabilities are often underemployed, underpaid, and overlooked for employment. So how can we create a fully inclusive world? One that empowers people with disabilities to live, work, 
and thrive in our communities. For the past 60 years, Melwood has been fighting for more equitable employment in the disability space. We're not done yet and would love for you to join us. Help us make a difference in the lives of people with disabilities in our community. Your generous support can provide a chance for professional. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.